here in the heart of the jungle, we find one of the most interesting creatures of its kind. Amazon PPC Advertising. Buried deep amongst the undergrowth with its campaigns and targeting, lay hazards like keywords without conversions, unprofitable ad spend, and a mountain of ever-evolving complexity. But if you look beyond the obstacles of life here, there is hope and opportunity. We will journey to every corner of Amazon ads to explore and share the greatest treasures the jungle has to offer. This is the Amazon PPC Den podcast. What's going on, Badger Nation? Welcome to the PPC Den podcast, your home for all things Amazon, PPC, tips, tricks, and strategies to make Amazon advertising a little bit easier to manage, a little bit more profitable, and hopefully we have some good times along the way. Today, it is an immense privilege to have the one, the only, Ryan Hoffaker on the show. Ryan, how are you doing today? Man, I got the Rona last week. Wasn't good. Got the Rona. <laughs> Be careful what we talk about with with COVID on podcasts because podcasts and, and, and uh, COVID are getting into trouble right now. So I'm not going to say anything, but I'm on the upside. If you haven't gotten it yet, don't get it. It's really not fun. I'm sure there's people listening to the show being like, mm-hmm, I hear that. Uh, and other people are like, woof, I better avoid it. Good to see you on the up and up, um, feeling energized. We've just been prepping for a little bit. Uh, I think we've got a great show in store today. The inception point of this show, because I have conversations with Amazon sellers, Amazon marketers, freelancers, agency people uh, on a daily basis. It's actually fantastic that I, I get paid to just have conversations with people, learn what they're doing, share experience, get this insight, uh, share this insight, think about Amazon advertising day in, day out. I feel really blessed in order to, that I'm able to do that. Uh, and I was having these conversations and something that someone said was really interesting to me. And it's sort of a thought that I had on in the, my back, in the back of my mind for a while. And I created a LinkedIn post. And basically the question was, what, was the, what is the most realistic, fastest way to improve your total ACoS on Amazon? And the number one answer, 56% of respondents, was to boost organic rankings. Uh, and it was sort of confirming what I was thinking. At 25%, the second answer was reduce ad spend. So it's kind of got me thinking because if you think of metrics that people involved in the Amazon space look at and think about on a daily basis, you know, the buzzwords we've got, or we've got metrics that are clearly organic, organic ranking, clearly organic, organic sales, unit session percentage, generally thought of as an organic metric, your conversion rate of your products, uh, your you know, those kinds of metrics generally thought of in an organic context. And then we've got clearly PPC metrics, ACoS, spend, clicks, so on and so forth, you know, how much you're spending on broad match, clearly PPC metrics. 
But then we have this total ACOS metric. And the goal of today's episode is to help everyone better think about total ACOS and in what domain should we be talking about it in? Is it an organic metric? Is it a PPC metric? Is it both? Is it neither? That's what we're gonna be discovering here today. So this is a really interesting topic. Something that I do, it's, it's one of these things we all follow these invisible scripts that I've heard people follow. These invisible scripts, meaning we have a story about something and then we don't even realize that we are following this story. And I think the story that most people have is that total ACOS is a PPC metric. So first question coming in hot to you, Ryan. <laughs> Do you believe that total ACOS is a PPC metric, an organic metric, a little bit of both. What are your thoughts on this? What's your hot take? Um, yeah, my hot take is a little bit of both. Uh, but my, you know, as you were talking, uh, the thing that I kept thinking about was when you, sometimes we get so isolated in our, in our PPC world that we're not stepping back to, to take a look at the comprehensive approach to running a business. Right, and so what you get oftentimes, uh, and it's un it's unfortunate, is that business owners will come to PPC managers and say our tacos are out of whack, and what are you going to do about it, right? And you're asking this question on LinkedIn, and 56% of the people are saying you got to fix organic ranking. So what are the organic levers that you can pull in order to help boost that? Right. And that's not necessarily a PPC question. So when I look at that, I think, OK, you have to have a comprehensive approach to how you're running your running your business. And if you stay too much in your silo, you're going to you're going to miss some things. And I, I know we're going to talk about what some of those lovers are, you know, on. on uh, but that's uh, th that's just my first instinct. Yeah. It's an invisible script that people follow where. They're running their business. They see total ACOS. And it's got the word ACOS in it. And ACOS is absolutely positively a PPC metric. I think the script that a lot of people follow, well, if ACOS is a PPC metric, well, then total ACOS also needs to be a PPC metric. And I think that is the, the myth that we wanted to dispel today. Um, that total ACOS is not an organic metric and it's not a PPC metric. It is both. And I, be I believe that once we make the switch from stop thinking of it as only a PPC metric and start thinking of it as both, like there's two things that influence total ACoS, like organic performance and paid traffic performance. And as soon as you flip that switch, as soon as I believe company owners, brand managers, uh, Amazon marketers, as soon as we flip the switch from thinking only total ACoS is a PPC metric. As soon as we begin thinking of it as a both metric, it's not one or the other, it's both. As soon as we flip that switch, I believe that will lead to better processes, better systems, better conversations about how to improve your PPC. And that is the goal of today's show. So we're going to talk about that, uh, talk about all of the, the, the things that influence total ACoS all the immediate as well as some of the indirect factors that influence it and just talking about some of the best answers to this LinkedIn uh, poll uh, 
and shout out to everyone who participated in it. Some really good, straightforward insight there on how to, what is the fastest way? Uh, what are the most immediate ways to influence total ACOS if your total ACOS is out of whack right now? So already, like it is, I feel like just simply saying it, simply saying total ACOS is not a PPC metric. It is not an organic metric. It is both. I feel like just saying that feels really darn liberating. Uh, like I can't, I can't wait to like con- continue to to shout this from the rooftops when I'm having conversations with people like, and they're saying like, hey, my total ACOS is out of whack, and the only thing about PPC, I cannot wait to send them this episode and say, you know, it's actually both, and here's why. Um, so to anyone who I have done that to, who I have sent this episode to, telling them that this is uh, both, um, let's talk about it. So. One of the reasons that it is clearly both um, is the things that go into it. Um, You know, why is it a PPC metric? Ad cost is a major, major part of sales. Um, Actually, let's go back one step. Ryan, just in case we have people starting out, uh, could you actually break down what total ACOS is, just in case we we have anyone out there who's a little bit confused by this metric? Uh, When we look at total ACOS, it's basically two things. So you want to look at your total revenue, right? So it's your total revenue and, and then you're going to take your total ad spend, right? And then what's the ratio between the two? Mm -hmm. You know, when you originally posted this on LinkedIn and our Slack channel to have a conversation, my first thought is when I hear a question like this is where is the product at with regard to where, where is it in its Mm -hmm. life cycle? Is it in launch phase? Is it is it of a mature product? Is it competing for first, second, or third in reviews? Because that's very, 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 very important information on, on where the product is. And so, a product that is more mature, that has more reviews in a particular category, right? The consistency of the that organic ranking, which is going to give you the organic sales, that tacos ratio, the the ratio between your overall revenue. And your ad spend; those are, you, you're going to have certain metrics, certain targets you're going to hit with regard to that, as opposed to a launch phase. You know that those those targets are those those metrics are going to be different. But yeah, generally speaking, taking your overall revenue and your uh, uh, your overall ad spend, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, as it total revenue divided by ad spend, is that my, my correct in that? Ad, yes, ad spend over total sales. Okay, there it is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, I, you know, I was having a really good conversation uh, with a fairly large uh, brand manager. And I loved the way that he thought about total ACOS. You know, he was saying, okay, we sell a product for, you know, $100. Uh, our margin on that product is X. Our Amazon fees is Y. Our total ad spend on average is going to be Z. So I loved the fact that this store owner was factoring this into their total Amazon ecosystem. Um, So it's a beautiful, fantastic metric that all company owners should be aware of because it's similar to, you know, your cost of goods sold. Uh, You know, if you're selling a product and for a hundred bucks and it costs you $20 to manufacture, uh, you know, you have 80 left over. uh, Well, then you also need to tack on, you know, a 10% on average, total A costs associated with that too. So, you know, if you're selling it for a hundred, you'll know that there's probably going to be about, 
uh, a total a cost of maybe 10% on the t- on your total sales there. So I think it's fascinating to think about it on like a unit economics perspective, like just what do I make on one sale on average? I think it's also fascinating to look at it on a per product basis. Um, so like, what is my total a cost for this product? And then I also think it's fascinating to think of it on a overall business performance look back. So what was my total a cost last month and month over month? So there's three different ways to sort of view your total ACOS, which again, like going deeper into this concept of total ACOS, we often only think of it from a look back window, like what was my total ACOS last week or last month. Um, But I also think it's really fascinating to think of it on a per product, as well as a unit economic basis too. So we're just sort of fleshing out, you know, all the different perspectives of total ACOS here. Yeah, absolutely. And man, you know, I know we're gonna. I know we're gonna get into this. You're just, you're just, uh, you know, jogging my memory of some things that's happened on my own account, right? I mean, where I've seen my tacos go all out of whack over a couple day period, and I could not. What do you, what do you mean by out of whack? Meaning uh, that my, you know, I typically ride about eleven percent on average, mm-hmm. um, and it'll float up maybe thirteen, float down a little bit. One day it was, you know, I had like a couple of days where it was really, really high and I'm like diving in and I could not figure it out. And just, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to search, you know, my, my competitors, what's going on there. Two of my competitors were running lightning deals mm. over a 48 hour period and their conversion rates gone up and mine, mine took a hit. And that, so those are outside factors, right? That can have an influence on your tacos that, if you're not able to do a deep dive, you know, uh, I didn't think that would hit me as hard as it did. Uh, but looking looking at that factor, it was like, okay, yeah, there's. It's, it wasn't it wasn't my PPC performance. It mm-hmm. was the market conditions had changed right. for a short period of time. You know, yeah. So t- total A cost. You know, I I do feel like it is a misunderstood. Well, not so much misunderstood metric. I feel like most people grasp the concept that it's your ad spend compared to your total sales. But, you know, beautiful example there that I feel like this part of the story that people are missing is like, what is influencing total ACoS? And that's a perfect example of of how it's not only your PPC. So in terms of, well, what do you do with this information once you sort of realize uh, that it's actually both a organic metric as well as a PPC metric. Well, what do we actually do with this information? Um, and I think it begins with tracking. Uh, and then we can talk about some scenarios about what to do when certain ratios are moving and you want a better total ACoS. So I think it starts with tracking, right? Just simply tracking this over time. And Ryan, I'm curious from your store management perspective, um, are, I always ask this question to like company owners, people that work at companies, which is, is there someone who, or someone or something that prepares the data for you so that you can just go in and analyze it. I always think of like reporting and tracking as two different tasks. Like one person should be just collecting it for you. Like, you know, generally referred to as like a virtual assistant or uh, an assistant or someone on the company. And then a decision maker will analyze it. So they don't have to spend time collecting it. Is that a, is that a cycle that you have too? 
Yeah, I mean, we're, you know, my wife and I run the show, mm-hmm. right? So, so uh, we do have some software that automates some things for us yeah, now. Yeah. But be, here's something interesting about that, though. I used to track the data. So I filled in my spreadsheet, yep. you know, every couple of days, every day, whatever it was. And then I'm, I'm responsible for tracking it and analyzing it. But when I would do that, when I would track it myself, when I would write it in, it caused my brain to slow down. Mm-hmm. And I felt, I feel like that, that time period I could, I was analyzing better than what I am now because some of the, because I'm, I'm looking at a, you know, I'm looking at the software, you know, data um, and I'm doing it very quickly, but that time period was, you know, caused me to slow down and really think critically through things uh, that I may not be doing, doing now. That yeah. makes sense. So when we talk about tracking it over time, the things that we want to track, obviously, are the actual total ACOS metric. So what is our total ACOS over time? But if you really want a better grasp to really analyze what factors are influencing total ACOS, which is really what you're after, we need to track some more metrics other than just simple total ACOS. You know, what are these associated metrics or ratios that we'll also want to track over time so that we can get a clearer sense of what is actually contributing to total ACOS? When you're looking at total ACOS, obviously you want to track your your your, your a cost in your account, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's one factor. Uh, you're going to want to track your organic sales ratio to your uh, ad sales ratio, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, we were, when we were doing prep for this, for the podcast um, a little while ago, I was mentioning again on my own account, there are a few days where the, the, the volume of sales are higher and I am able to look back and I'll see that my ratios my ratios are off, right? And that is something that you, you know, you want to take in, in, into consideration as well. You know, every market is different. So what I'm about to say, just take it with a grain of salt. But, you know, if you have a, if you have a mature product, you're generally looking at 70, uh, 65, 70% of your sales coming through organic and, you know, 25 to 30 uh, with your ad sales. Those, those are the metrics that I go by with where my product is at. Again, that's different launch and it's different for where your product is at in your life cycle. But that's, you know, those those are some some metrics to take into consideration as you're, uh, uh, you know, as you're as you're tracking everything. So for sure. Yeah. So there'll be some columns dedicated to your totals, obviously total spend, total ad spend, total ad revenue, a cost. So you have your ads metrics, but then also on the spreadsheet, we're going to want our totals for the organic side of things and total for the business. So there would be total revenue for the entire business, uh, total non-paid sales. What I think is interesting there is, you know, your total non-paid sales, it's just your total revenue minus your uh, ad sales. And then we have, um, you know, obviously total ACOS, some further ratios, just like you mentioned, organic sales to ad sales, organic sales to total sales, add sales to total sales. So like you have your totals and you have your ratios. And the goal that we should be aiming to look for when we look at this a high level company document is really analyzing like what is the, the trend happening? Like w- what is influencing my overall business revenue? What is influencing my overall business tacos, my total A cost? So it's really fascinating once you lay those out and you're able to see, okay, you know, when I spend more and I get more aggressive with my PPC, 
you know, I did this maybe in early Q1, I'm getting more aggressive with my PPC spend, you may start to see, okay, a couple of weeks later, I'm getting an organic boost. So now my total ACOS has improved a bit. So like you, once you track these things over time, you'll begin to spot and identify these trends, which will allow you to say, okay, I'm, you know, I'm really optimizing my organic now, and I can see that bringing down my total ACoS. I'm optimizing my PPC. I see that bringing down my total ACoS, building a much more profitable company. So I think laying these things out is a fantastic... So like first we're thinking, okay, total ACoS is both a PPC metric and organic metric. Now we're tracking it. So we're able to you know, actually see the impact of the organic performance and the paid performance influence the total ACoS. So we've got our thought process, we've got our practice, uh, and you know that will lead to a really well-oiled machine of how we think about these things. Now, some questions on the practicality. Uh, Brian, how often are you checking into your total ACOS? Daily. Daily. I, that's that, oh yeah, that's my that that that's my creme de la creme metric. Uh, yeah. I, I, that is. Uh, because uh, that will be an indicator if something else is going on that you need to take a diver, deeper deeper look into. Um, every every morning I'm checking it the previous day. Mm-hmm. I know the data, you know, is more accurate past the two days and the seven day mark or whatever. But generally speaking, I'm checking the the day before the the day before every day just to make sure everything is on track. And you know, one of the, this is just a, a trick. Uh, that that I notice, like, uh, so if my sales are down and I'm not hitting the numbers that I want to, maybe looking back over the previous week or previous month's data, I'll double check it against my BSR, right? Because mm. uh, if my if there is something wrong, the BSR will spike. But if there is just kind of like a lower traffic vault, you know, lower traffic day on Amazon, that BSR will remain the same. I'm like, okay, my sales are down. Tacos may be out of whack a little bit, but where am I at with regard to BSR? If my BSR is stable, then yeah, it's just a lower traffic day. That's mm-hmm. just some of the things that I'm wrestling through as I'm looking at numbers as well. Yeah, I, I imagine there's a big decision tree uh, and a big investigation if it goes out of whack. Like you mentioned, finding a competitor running a lightning deal, um, finding you know uh, a lull in sales, that kind of thing. Um, you know, I, I yeah, and, and I, I'll, I'll share this as well. And and uh, you know, uh, I, I, I'm 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 not bashful with this information. Michael had trained trained me on PPC from the very beginning, and I think one of the benefits throughout the last what two and a half three years that I that I've been doing is just the positive keyword research. And here's something that's interesting, and I, I can't measure it, but I, I have a feeling it's accurate. <laughs> so, uh, but it has to do with tacos. So, you know, some of these some of these words, some of these key words are very expensive. And uh, I targeted like eight of them. I, 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 and a few months ago, I ended up organically ranked number one on on a very large volume keyword. And uh, and I and I uh, I look back to see what my ad cost was on that particular keyword um, to see where I was getting the most sales, you know, like, because uh, I knew that the, the ad sales had influenced it. So what I did is I, I'm a power user of Ad Badger, not bashful about that at all. And I, I actually in, got inside Ad Badger and I stuck the minimum bid at what I thought would be the top placement. So I got the number one organic placement and the number one ad placement. 
and my ACOS rode high. It was about a 48%, but my tacos were going down, hmm. right? And again, I know we've done a podcast this before on the double impression strategy, but it just goes to show that if you're riding your ACOS a little bit higher because of placement, and you know that that has an influence on your organic ads, it's going to affect your tacos for the positive as well. You got to think critically about the customer pathway just because, you know, you again, that double impression, you got two impressions in the, in the top eight spots. I know that it affects, again, I can't, you can't, they, Amazon does not give you, you know, the organic sale. They don't give you that information on, you know, particular keywords, but I'm like, well, my, my, hey, my tacos are going down. I'm liking this. I'm liking this trend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, we never have full data insight, but you have to be able to, you get a keen eye as the more experienced you get to identify things like that. Um, so I think that's, that's brilliant. And that's an awesome anecdote there because I hear from a lot of people that they, you know, don't want to spend the money to be bidding on something that they rank organically high for. But I, you know, exactly what you said, the overall boost that you get to your total ACoS could make it worthwhile. Um, Which again, total ACoS is both a paid metric and an organic metric because that movement in the organic ranking surely had something to do with the total ACoS reduction. So I think that's Absolutely fascinating. And that is a process that I see time and time again, where people say, hey, I'm going to push my ACoS on a product. I'd rather get 100 orders at a 50% ACoS than 20 orders at a 25% ACoS. Like they want more orders uh, at still at a you know somewhat reasonable ACoS. And then if you're tracking this, you'll be able to see it change over time, like your total ACoS evolve and see how that influences your overall profitability. And that's a perfect segue into the second topic uh, here, which is, of course, you want to track it at an account level, but also at an individual product level, uh, the best you can. There's a big asterisk there about tracking total ACoS the best you can. And generally, the cadence that I uh, work with my clients with is really just, okay, we're tracking our total ACoS per product. We know that ad spend is a major component of total ACoS. So we're able to basically say, Hey, when our ACoS for a product is 25%, our total ACoS will be, you know, 8%. What would happen if we pushed the ACoS for this product up a little bit? You know, we pushed it a little bit more aggressive. We got more paid sales for this product. Will that lead to an organic boost, ultimately leading to an overall profitability boost? And when you're tracking this, you're able to see those things and make those adjustments. Uh, And of course, when you're also tracking it, they're also attacking it from the organic side as well, trying to get as much boost where we can as possible. So that's where I think a lot of magic happens um, when we track it per product. Um, so you're tracking it on an overall account basis as well as a, a, per, a per product basis. Absolutely, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I the more granular the, the the information, especially per product, absolutely right. I mean. You I mean you got products in launch phase versus your established products? Those numbers are going to be very different. Um, and 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 tracking, uh, I, I, even I I even go down to um, because I've had a lot of success with variations, and uh, I track even down to what each very you know each, which, nice. uh, what each child is doing you know, in a particular parent um, skew. Um, that's that's uh, and the cool thing about it is, I mean this I, I could go off topic of when you do that, but if you have 
a product that's got higher, uh, uh, one of the variations got a higher conversion and better tacos, you can start giving it more love on some of these top keywords, especially if it's more expensive and you have more profit profit margin to play with, right? Right. And uh, so that's why knowing your numbers is, you know, uh, even at, at a per product level is, is, um, is very critical. It's everything. Um, And of course, tracking per product, there is a little asterisk there, uh, but it can be an important one. You know, I open accounts and sometimes the sponsored brands uh, spend is 0%. Sometimes I'll see accounts where sponsored brands spend is 40%. Sponsored brands makes it very challenging to do total ACoS per product uh, because technically for sponsored brand ads, uh, you're not creating a product ad, you're creating a creative, which can lead to a product collection page, or it could lead to, you know, people could click on any one of three products. Uh, and unfortunately, Amazon doesn't have good insight into what product was actually you're, you're spending on, but actually generated the click uh, for sponsored brand ads, because you have data on how much the creative was clicked on and how much you spent on the overall creative, but a creative can have three products in it. So sponsored brand ads does make it tricky to track total A cost per product. Uh, And if anyone's looking for a workaround, uh, one workaround is to basically divide the amount of ad spend that you spent on that creative divided by maybe the three products in there. Uh, It's not perfect, but it might give you the better than nothing. Um, So that's definitely something that's worth thinking about and acknowledging when you are are thinking about this. Uh, I do talk to a lot of people that are tracking total ACoS per product. And then when they're asked about, well, how do they track sponsored brand ads? They either say they're not running many sponsored brand ads or um, they're just taking the total ACoS even without sponsored brands. Um, so that could be something that you average out amongst the products that you're running sponsored brands for. That way it's better than nothing, but I definitely encourage people to get that somewhere into the mix. So, you know, cause there's some accounts that spend, you know, 40% of their ad spend on sponsored brands. You want to incorporate that somehow into your total ACoS calculations for sure. Absolutely. You know, um, looking at those the detailed numbers are very important and i like i like that idea that you you average out you know, especially like a product you know product uh sponsored brand collection ad you have yeah different you know you're exploring with different products that you're putting in that collection and um and that may not be accurate but in it averaging it out i think that's a good idea there is one other thought i had uh kind of going back to the beginning you know, and I want to speak to the agency owners, the PPC managers, and then I want to speak to the Amazon owners just for one second. Yeah. Um, we have such a great, diverse audience. Yeah, we have a phenomenal mm-hmm. audience. Yeah. So if an owner comes to you and says, hey, what are we going to do about these tacos, right? Obviously, there's 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 things that, that, we, that we can do. We just had, had a conversation about that. But when Michael just posted that question on LinkedIn and 56% of the people said, uh, got to do something with organic, here's some value that you can give to the business owner. Are you running Google ads, right? Amazon's mm-hmm. made it very, very clear. I've experimented on this with my own account, running Google ads. You know, we had that podcast, I think it was in September. We can probably post that in the show notes as well. Are you running running Google ads to give your organic a boost? And you know, uh, I'm one of the uh, software success managers at AdBadger. And so I get a chance to talk with business owners all the time. 
And I love it when people actually take your coaching and they actually do they, they yeah, actually, right, right? It's like, oh my God, you, you, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> and what I tell guys is you want to win on Amazon, optimize your ads, optimize your listing, right? And one of my clients did that. He, he, he went out and hired a designer, changed his image stack, and I think he's working on his A-plus content, moved his yeah. unit, unit session percentage from a 43% up to like a 55, 56%. Yeah. Which is a pretty big jump, right? Amazon loves conversions. They they love higher conversions and they're gonna give you more organic love when your unit session percentage yeah. when your conversion rate goes up. So doing those two things, Google, you know, going back to their business owners, like, hey, I know we got some tacos challenges here. What what are we doing on the organic side? Here's a couple ideas. Run some Google ads, mm-hmm. make sure on a quarterly basis you're you're optimizing your listing uh, to get those conversion rates up. And so you're hitting it at a comprehensive approach. You're not yes. just assuming that PPC is gonna fix your tacos. It, don't, get us, don't get us wrong, it's a huge piece of it, but mm-hmm. it's not everything, right? And you know, the second thing, talking to you as a business owner, take this advice, you know, we want it, you, you want to hit it hard with PPC and you want to look at some of these other outside influences to your organic ranking, your conversion rate, your image stacks, your A-plus content, Google Google ads, doing these things to, to uh, on a continued basis to be successful. Yeah. Uh, I want to jump into a rapid fire round uh, because I would love to share some quick tips to improve your total ACoS. Alrighty, Ryan. Quick action session here at the end. Uh, We got a lot of great answers from LinkedIn posts. I want to give these people shout outs uh, and thank them for commenting. Uh, We're going to run through some of these. So if you are struggling with your total ACoS, again, 56% of respondents said boost organic rankings. 25% said reduce ad spend. So here we go. Uh, Emily Simberger, I love this idea. Bid more on exact keywords that convert likely a higher ACoS. This will boost organic rankings that's on the selected keywords and other related search terms that Amazon deems appropriate. Uh, I don't support reducing ad spend lower ACoS because this usually means to keep defensive branded ads on, which might uh, cause a drop in organic sales. Um, and then she mentioned, hey, if you want a 0% ACoS, uh, 0% total ACoS, you could just shut your ads off and that's the fastest way to get it to zero. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much, Emily, for answering that. So um, I will say that that is a common theme that a lot of the comments got, which is basically sort of 80-20 your, your budget. Uh, so basically focus spending on the highest, best converting items and then drop it on the things that are maybe above average a cost or um you know not not as performing well leon lady from next level jewelry said that he said budget allocation and cut wasted spend 80 20. Uh, he also mentioned tracking it daily weekly uh, absolutely thank you so much leon were there any answers here that really spoke to you ryan uh, I thought Emily's answer was funny about just yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's 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 the one that uh, that stands out. And you know, I, I I think this is a testament to the Ad Badger audience. You know what I what what I noticed that isn't there, and I'm glad it isn't there, is the magic bullet, right? No, yeah. no one on here is saying here's the magic bullet for this fix. It's all about really good 
healthy PPC management. Uh, some of these answers are great, and it has er- yeah. everything to do with just doing the small things right over and over. So. Yes, exactly. Uh, there were some, a lot of comments that was just like, hey, you always need to be driving organic sales. Uh, so if you're already getting your organic as high as possible, if you do need to improve, you know, total A costs for a month, you know, to get your numbers right, then of course, 80, 20 in your budget, you know, focusing just on the things that convert the best. So I would go and I would view the keywords that are performing the best. And I would be sure that those are getting as much visibility as possible. I would go to the keywords that maybe aren't performing, uh, they're the below average ones. And I might, uh, shrink some of the budget to them. So like double down on what's working and reduce what isn't working. So a lot of good, a lot, a lot of good comments, uh, here. Thank you everyone who answered, uh, really appreciate it. So Ryan, have we done it? Do you believe that the Amazon world will now think of total ACOS, not only in PPC terms, but also organic terms? Have we done it? Lord, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And with that, we will see you here next week on the PPC Den podcast. Have a good one. Hey, what's up? Thanks so much for listening. As you know, we aim to keep our podcast free from any kind of pitching or anything like that. Um, But we do have a lot of requests from our customers over here at AdBadger uh, to talk about how to handle some of the, and how to implement some of the strategies that we talk about in the show uh, as an AdBadger customer. So today we were talking about total ACoS. And there's a couple different ways that AdBadger can help you so let's jump into that. So the first way is our product performance dashboard. Uh, inside AdBadger, we do have that product performance dashboard, which basically goes in and sums up your ad spend per product. So it goes and finds everywhere where you're advertising product A, it'll sum up the spend, the revenue, and the A cost for that particular product uh, so that you can you know easily copy and paste that into a Google Sheet. And then you can track that over time. Um, So it does that for every uh, product ad that you have, which is really neat. Uh, We do have it on our timeframe in quarter two to be bolting on uh, the organic side of that too. So currently we don't have a total ACoS um, report inside of our tool, um, but the current estimation here is in quarter two. So it's currently being worked on and I desperately, absolutely want that in our app. It's something I've been asking our developers for, for quite some time. So I'm really excited to get the second half of that report into the tool. Um, one recommendation is of course, you just download your report from Amazon and then you add that to the ad badger export. Uh, when you copy and paste it into a Google Sheet or a spreadsheet or something like that. Uh, the other way to do that is if your total A cost is slightly out of whack, uh, you can go in and click the view all button in our ad manager. So in the ad manager, in the top left, you have that globe. That's the view all button. That's sort of the special view that I really love. Um, so you can view all of your keywords. You can uh, at once, you can sort that by ACOS uh, and then you can attack, you know, you can change the max bid. You can, you know, reduce that max bid. You can reduce the target ACOS and the bid optimizer there to get those under control and subdue those a little bit. Uh, you can also view all product targets. So you can do that as well. And then of course you can view all search terms in your account. Uh, and that's a, a neat feature that we rolled out recently because it's going to allow you to see your search terms for 
every sponsored brand campaign, sponsored product campaign. Uh, so basically, uh, you know, every search term, you don't have to download the three separate reports. You can see it all in the view all search terms report, uh, which is really neat. And then you, of course, you can go and take action. Anything you want to add as a negative, you can. You can filter that data to clean things up. So those are some quick ways to attack total ACoS. And of course, that product performance dashboard includes all of your ad spend per product and your revenue per product and your A cost per product, which of course allows you to go in and identify the areas where you are uh, you know, spending too much for too little revenue. Uh, and then in the ad manager, you have that view all button, view all keywords, view all product targets, view all search terms, and you can even view all product ads uh, and then filter by product to see okay, well, in this campaign, this product is doing quite well, 20% ACoS, but over here, this product is doing you know, 50% ACoS. I'm gonna go in and maybe reduce that campaign's budget right there. So some quick tips uh, if you're an AdBadger customer on how to use AdBadger to keep your total ACoS under control. Have a good one, and I'll see you here next week on the pod.